Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number 26 of Preston Jensen's podcast. I am your host, Preston Jensen. Uh, thank you for coming along for the ride. Um, the new series of video game consoles is here. Uh, if you're not into video games, you're probably not going to want to listen to this episode. Um, I'm going to talk about my decision in buying the Xbox Series X versus the PlayStation 5. Uh, so by the time you're done with this, hopefully your decision is much easier on whether you want to buy one of the new consoles or whether or not you want to buy the Xbox versus the PlayStation 5. Uh, my decision was very easy when it came to buying one of the new consoles or the next generation console. And I just base my decision uh, based off of my friends. Who am I going to be playing this with? Uh, most of my friends all are on the Microsoft ecosystem as far as gaming goes. So it was very easy for me. Uh, I knew I was going to buy the Xbox Series X, not because I thought it was the better machine, but just because I knew that was the place I was going to be able to hang out with my friends more. And uh, in the times we're living in today with the pandemic, uh, unfortunately, uh, playing video games with your friends is a lot of times the only time you get to visit with them or uh, hear from them. So uh, some of the things that made the decision hard um, as far as getting the new generation console uh, for me was the price. Uh, I'm looking online right now. If you didn't pre-order the new console, uh, you could pay anywhere from $750 to $1,000 buying it on the secondary market right now. Uh, I paid like 537 bucks for it, which is still uh, too much to pay, in my opinion, for a video game console, even though uh, you get what you pay for. And you're paying for a very powerful machine. I'm looking at the specs right now. Eight cores, 3.8 gigahertz. 12 uh, T-flops. Um, it's like all this stuff. Who even knows what it means? Um, but basically what that equates to is uh, increased speed and better visuals on your TV. Um, another thing that was hard for me to spend this much money on the new Xbox is not much seems new. And uh, at first I was thinking, you know what? This is kind of a bummer because... Uh, when you buy a new system, you want a new totally revamped controller and a totally revamped new ecosystem. But when I set up my Xbox for the very first time, I thought, you know what? Uh, if it weren't for the faster speeds and the nicer uh, graphics and stuff, I really wouldn't be able to tell a difference from my Generation 1 Xbox One. And that was kind of disappointing to me at first. But on another hand... Uh, it was kind of refreshing because when you turn on the system, everything is familiar. You already know the button layouts. You already know the ecosystem as far as the home screen. Everything's very familiar, just refreshed. And so uh, at first what I thought was a negative actually kind of turned into a positive, uh, if you're uh, following my train of thought there. <laughs> Another thing that made it hard for me, uh, after I pre-ordered this new console, I got it and I kept looking online, looking at the eBay prices, looking at 
uh, uh, the Amazon prices. And I kept thinking, man, I should just sell this thing, get the $200 profit or whatever, and just wait until it's available in the future. But, uh, with the pandemic and with the things that are going on now, uh, I guess nobody really knows when they're going to be readily available. Um, I'm sure you're able to go to Best Buy now and, uh, uh, check every day, but I didn't want to go through that hassle of making a listing on eBay or checking uh, Best Buy every day. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to spoil myself this time. I'm going to keep my pre-order and I'm just going to be one of my first friends to have this machine. And plus it gave me an excuse to make a YouTube video about it. If you haven't seen that, uh, I'll, I'll probably give most of my thoughts in this podcast, but if you're still wanting more, uh, check out my uh, YouTube channel, uh, just Preston Jensen on YouTube, and you can see my unboxing setup and review. Um, I had some kind of frustrations making that video. Um, it's a lot harder than I expected to make an unboxing of a large package like the Xbox Series X. Uh, most of the time I'm making unboxing videos on very small pieces of equipment. So that was a learning curve for me. Um, in the middle of my filming of my video, our, our internet cut out. And it, of course, it was right at the time when I was setting up the, the Xbox, trying to show you uh, how easy it was to set it up using the Xbox app on your phone. And so that was kind of a bummer. But uh, like I said in the video, the setup was second to none. Uh, I've never set up a video game console that has been that convenient. Uh, as long as you know how to plug in an HDMI cable and a power out or a power cord, uh, everything is pretty straightforward. So, uh, and then the other thing that was tough for my video is that I didn't have much time to play it before I gave my initial opinion. Um, after playing it a little bit more, I am loving the new Xbox. I am happy I bought it, but um, I'm a little bit frustrated over the new Call of Duty Cold War game that came out. Um, I mean, the zombies mode is awesome. I'm really excited about that. And I'm excited about the new multiplayer, but uh, we have had so many issues with the cross-platform play and uh, getting assigned to a lobby. We were, <laughs> there was a few times we were sitting in a lobby trying to play zombies for over 15 minutes and it just wasn't finding anybody to match us up with. Now, I don't know if that's because Two of my friends were playing on the new Xbox console and two of my other friends were on the Xbox series or the Xbox one X. And I don't know if it was that having a hard time with that, or if it was an actual, um, call of duty error where their servers were just overwhelmed. And that could be the case. It seems like every year a new call of duty comes out. We sit up, we wait for the release date and, uh, we try to get into a game and it just seems to not quite be working uh, the way it's supposed to on the opening couple weekends. And uh, that's to be expected. Uh, I mean, there's so many people playing these games right now that if they work flawlessly, uh, that would be amazing. 
the new controller was a surprise to me because it really looks like the old controller. I thought it was going to be exactly the same as the old controller for the Xbox One. However, to me, it felt like it was a little bit more compact, just a little bit smaller. I can't verify that. Um, maybe some of you guys know that for a fact, but it, it felt a little bit smaller in my hands and the joysticks felt a little bit tighter, like there was more tension in, in each of the joysticks. Um, there, another welcome feature on the controller was the texture on the back of the handles and the triggers. And uh, right away I thought, uh, I won't notice this, but as the games went on and uh, uh, you keep using the controller, it seems like it keeps your hands in place a lot better than the old controller. Uh, the other thing that I haven't even got a chance to use yet is the dedicated share button. And I say the reason I didn't get a chance to use it is because I'm terrible at gaming. The only reason I'm on uh, playing video games is to, to basically visit with my friends. And uh, like I said in my YouTube video, uh, I don't have much uh, to share as far as highlights goes. But, uh, so the overall controller is actually a lot different when you think about it. It's not as uh, new as the PS5 controller. I haven't done too much studying on that, but, uh, everyone's saying that that's a really, a new system and a lot of fun to use. But, uh, another thing I like about the Xbox is that it's got expandable memory and the expandable memory is actually made by Microsoft. And that seems nice to me. I feel a little more comfortable with that, that it's not just third party people making expansion memory, uh, because the new Xbox requires, um, some serious hardware to create the speeds that it does and is, uh, able to push what it can push over the TVs. And uh, it just seems a little safer to me that it's an actual Microsoft product, uh, even though that actually adds to the cost. So in the long run, yes, it might be a little bit more reliable, but the trade-off is it is more expensive. Um, uh, one of the things that I uh, wasn't sure about when I bought the new console is that uh, you can have it standing vertical or horizontal. I was actually a little bit nervous about this because the way my entertainment system is laid out, um, it wouldn't allow for it to sit vertically in the compartment that I had my Xbox One. So I was nervous that I was going to have to have it setting up by the TV, and in that case it would kind of cover up some of the display, and I didn't really want that. So I was excited to see when I unboxed it that um, you are able to actually lay it down horizontally. Now, it, it looks a lot cooler when it's standing vertically, and you can see the vents on the top, um, but I'm willing to uh, make that trade-off just for the convenience of having it inside of my entertainment system. Uh, some of the games I want to play in the future, and uh, this is what I'm really excited about. Right now, uh, I haven't been able to play too many games that are actually dedicated to the new system. It seems like uh, the new Call of Duty that I just downloaded, it's cross-platform compatible. It's not just dedicated to the new console. Now, I don't know if they're going to just make games in the future that are only for 
the Series X, or if they're always going to do that cross-compatibility thing, that would actually be kind of cool. But uh, I'm excited to see what kind of games come out and how far they can push um, the new graphics and the new speeds uh, uh, using the new hardware. Uh, One of the things that's on my wish list uh, for video games in general is for them to bring back uh, NBA Jam. Now, I don't know if you guys have played it all the way back on the Xbox 360. They came out with an NBA Jam remake that was absolutely flawless. Uh, This is a game that we played, oh man, hour after hour after hour of very competitive play. I mean, these games would get heated. I wish uh, I had a Twitch channel right now of my friends and I playing NBA Jam because uh, we would get super serious. We'd bet supper on it. We'd bet, you know, uh, these games, there was a lot riding on them and uh, they were a lot of fun. So in the future, I mean, if they didn't change a single thing from that Xbox 360 game, it would still be worth it to me. Back on the Xbox 360, the video game was only, I think it was only 1999, and that was probably the best 1999 I've ever spent on a video game. So they could keep the game exactly the same, bring back updated rosters, and uh, add some, you know, all they'd have to do is add some expansion packs, um, charge 50 cents per character, and uh, I, I feel like they would get their money's worth out of that video game. So if any of you are listening to this, if any of you have any pull in the video game world, uh, get on EA Sports to try and uh, get them to remake the NBA Jam uh, series. Uh, That would be a lot of fun. Um, I feel like the Red Dead Redemption series would be a great uh, test to see the uh, potential that the graphics could show on this Xbox Series X. Another one would be like a Tomb Raider where you're going to all these different areas that just look gorgeous. And finally, uh, I think God of War would be a fun title to play on the new system. Um, I've been reading a lot of scary things about the new systems uh, over the past couple days, and a lot of them have to do with the overheating issues. Now, I've only been able to play my new console for, I'd say, a couple days And I haven't had any serious overheating issues where the system actually locks up and freezes like I've read about. But uh, I have noticed that there is some serious heat coming out of the top of the grates on the Xbox Series X when it's running. And uh, I noticed this after I did the initial setup and I had to leave it on all day to try and download all my games from the Xbox One. And... uh, You know, I got to thinking about it, and I thought, why wouldn't it be extremely hot up there? That's what it's designed to do, is to get all of the heat from the system and push it through those vents and release it through there. So um, I'm kind of thinking that that's the way it's supposed to be, and uh, that it's designed to release all that heat through those top vents, and uh, that's probably nothing to worry about. Now, I've heard a lot of things about... uh, people posting about the Xbox smoking. And then I read that people were putting vape pens underneath the Xbox and getting them to suck a vape 
uh, smoke through the system. And then I saw Xbox even had to release a statement saying, uh, don't suck um, vape smoke through your Xbox. And I mean, that's just common sense. It seems like people are a lot more willing to wreck their new stuff now that we have an age of YouTube and uh, social media. It seems like people are willing to do just about anything to get more views and more clicks. And if they ruin their new Xbox, who cares as long as it's got a lot of views. And <laughs> I'm not, uh, uh, I guess I definitely wouldn't be doing something like that um, to my new system. Um, so I don't know if the smoking thing, if there's any truth to that or not. I think it's all just people trying to make it look like it's not functioning correctly. But uh, so far, I've had nothing but good experience with my Xbox. Um, as far as the visual experience goes, um, one of the things you have to keep in mind is that you have to have a really nice TV in order to take advantage of everything this new system has to offer. Um, and that's one of the things that uh, I've always kind of been curious about. I lucked out and got a TV for a very good price second hand and it's a TV that's very specked out and I've always wanted to see its true potential. I've never really had anything that I can hook up to it to see what it can actually do. But now this was my chance um, with the new system. I'm able to uh, reach the full potential of this TV that I got and uh, it's been a lot of fun to see how detailed it is and how good of a picture it has. So that's one of the things uh, you should think about. Do you want to buy the new system? Which one do you want to buy? Uh, I would say the first thing you should do is make sure your t TV is compatible with the new series. And if it's not, uh, that's one of the main reasons to get the new series. So if your TV isn't compatible um, and you're not ready to to spend a bunch of dollars on buying a new TV or a new display, um, you should probably think about maybe saving your money a little bit and uh, just hang with the console you've got right now. Um, and another thing you got to think about is what system do you currently have? Um, I had the original Xbox One, and I know a lot of my friends had the Xbox One X, which was a lot faster than mine. I know when we were like playing PUBG and stuff, uh, those speeds actually came into play quite a bit. When you were landing, uh, if you're familiar with PUBG, which if you're listening to this episode, I'm assuming you're a pretty serious gamer wondering about uh, the new consoles. So you probably know what PUBG is. But uh, when you're uh, parachuting down and you actually land on the map and none of the buildings have loaded in, uh, that's a pretty big disadvantage. So, uh, so it was. So if you had like a Xbox Series, Xbox One X, that's already pretty fast, and you don't have a TV that can push the capabilities of the new system, might also be a good time to wait. Maybe save your money uh, for the future. But uh, if you have a cap capable TV and you want to see what it can do, uh, yes, I would suggest. Uh, buying uh, one of the new systems as long as you've got the money. Uh, because like I said in my video, uh, these new systems are definite needs. Er, uh, 
not what I meant, are definite wants. They're not needs, but I can see where people could try and justify them as needs just because of the pandemic. Because when you're staying inside and uh, you guys want to hang out with your friends, this is a good way to do that without being in contact with uh, anybody. So that's uh, my way of justifying this purchase. And that's my way of thinking, um, you know what, it's worth it to me if I get to hang out with my friends and have a good time on Friday nights, usually when we play, uh, then it's well worth it for me. And plus, uh, it's always fun to get to see the full potential that your TV is capable of. And it's always uh, fun to test out a new system. So this is a little different podcast for me. Usually I'm not talking just about uh, tech, but this is something I was kind of excited about. It's uh, uh, something that's a little different. It's not a guest, but uh, I appreciate you guys coming along for the ride. I've got quite a few guests lined up that are going to be pretty good. Uh, you're going to want to stay tuned for those. Uh, thank you for listening. If you want to get a hold of me or if you want to hear about something on my YouTube channel or my podcast, uh, you can reach me at PrestonJensen.com. From there, you can see my drone business. Um, That's something else, too. Uh, If you're looking for Christmas gifts to give to your friends or your family, um, I sell uh, metal prints and canvases of my drone work uh, through my website. Uh, You can find that at JensenAirLLC.com or you can uh, find the link for Jensen Air LLC through PrestonJensen.com. But uh, I really appreciate your guys' support. I'm having a a lot of fun with what I'm doing here, talking to a lot of amazing people, and uh, it's just fun to connect with people in this awesome community. Uh, Thanks again for listening. I hope you guys are liking this content. Um, Please like and subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already, and uh, we will see you on future episodes. Thank you.